Hi there, I'm Randa Fattah from ThruLine. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. From KQED. Hello, hello. Olivia Allen Price here with the Bay Curious Podcast. Today we have two questions from two different listeners on deck. One. Why is there a Texas flag in front of the San Francisco City Hall? And two. Which town square was San Francisco's first? Answers are just ahead, but first we need to do one little thing. Support for Bay Curious comes from Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Committed to brewing things the right way since 1980, because when you're a family-run brewery, there's no other way to do it. Sierra Nevada Brewing Company, still family-owned, operated, and argued over. And be sure to stay tuned through the end of the show so you can play our monthly trivia game for a chance to win some cool prizes. Hey there, it's Olivia Allen Price, host of Bay Curious, the podcast. KQED Podcasts wants to thank listeners like you, whose support makes this podcast possible. If you want to help us continue to make great content, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcasts. And thanks. Our first question comes from a listener in San Francisco's South Beach neighborhood. I'm Kevin Platt. I was born and raised originally in Texas, but I've lived on the West Coast since 2002. One day, Kevin was walking around San Francisco, checking out a display of historical flags outside City Hall. I noticed, you know, all the other flags sort of made sense. You had the down with the ship, you had the flag of Mexico, things like that. But then I saw Texas. The Texas state flag flying outside San Francisco City Hall. The Texas flag is made out of three bars and a star. There's one vertical bar on the left that's blue with a white five-pointed star in the center. And then there are two horizontal bars in the rest of it, a white bar above a red one. Here to answer why there's a Texas flag in front of City Hall is reporter Annika Klein. Hey, Annika. Hi, Olivia. So first off, walk me through what these flags outside City Hall even are. Okay, so if you walk up to City Hall in San Francisco, you'll walk through two rows of nine flags each. They all represent these different points in American history. It's kind of like walking through a timeline of these important moments, like you have Betsy Ross's 13 stars in a circle, that original American flag. Or you've got the classic don't tread on me flag with the rattlesnake, which would become the Navy's first flag. There's also a Republic of California flag, which kind of looks like our current state flag, but a little bit more of a, I would say like a kid druid kind of version. <laughs> a rudimentary the, bear. The bear looks a little bit more like a pig to me, uh, just to me. You know, maybe other people disagree. Um, yeah. But uh, the state did upgrade. So when California became a state and joined the union in 1850, um, you know, later on the flag would change. Now we have the ferocious grizzly. Right. But as our question asker, Kevin notes, there's a 
Texas flag uh, among these flags outside City Hall. So why Texas? That flag is technically the Republic of Texas's flag. So also in the mid-1800s, the Republic of Texas existed for about 10 years. It was its own independent republic recognized by the United States. At the end of that run, it became the 28th state. But that flag stayed the same. So it's kind of hard to differentiate between the Republic of Texas's flag and the state of Texas's flag. But I'm told by our city's Parks and Rec Department that it's the Republic of Texas's flag. It just looks exactly the same as the current Texas flag. Okay, (laughs) cool. So the inclusion of, you know, flags like the Republic of California and the Republic of Texas, they were kind of seen as odd choices at the time. Um, But the people who curated all these flags for inclusion in the 18 flags felt that they represented important, if not sometimes tumultuous, points in our country's history. Flags, you know, certainly throughout history, there's many examples of when they've been pretty controversial. Are there any other interesting examples of ones that have been outside our city hall? Well, since you mention it, the Confederate flag actually flew for a short time outside of San Francisco City Hall. Whoa. Which is a little hard to imagine, but it was removed shortly after it went up because people protested. It was originally part of those 18 flags that went up in 1964, and then civil rights groups and others said, hey, you know, we don't want that representing our city. Wow. Well, there's a story that you will not find at Civic Center Plaza these days, but you can find details about all the rest of the flags on these little plaques that are at the bottom of each flagpole. So you can go check that out. Uh, If you can't make it out to Civic Center Plaza, you can also head online to baycurious.org, where we will have information about all the 18 flags that are out there in front of City Hall. All right. Well, thanks for finding the answer, Annika. You're welcome. Our next question comes from a listener who didn't want to be recorded, but I can tell you she's a big history buff. During the early days of European settlement in the Bay Area, public life centered around the town square. But these days, there are dozens and dozens of squares scattered all around San Francisco. Our listener wants to know which was the first public square in the city and what happened there. We sent reporter Marisol Medina Catena to hunt down the answer. Today, I'm at Portsmouth Square in the heart of San Francisco's Chinatown. Around here are a lot of grandmas and grandpas playing cards. I've heard that this is the city's first square, which makes sense because it's in the center of everything. And the Transamerica building is literally right across from the park. There's some rich history here at Portsmouth Square. But is this the first square for San Francisco? To find out, I met historian Christopher Pollock. Before this became the city of San Francisco, it was known as Yerba Bueno. And uh, it was occupied first by Spanish and then later by Mexicans. Pollock told me the plaza was the center of government affairs for the Spanish and Mexican settlers. So Portsmouth Square is the first square. It was around before San Francisco became San Francisco. And before it even had the name Portsmouth Square. The name would come when the Americans arrived during the Mexican-American War that broke out in 1846. It's the two-year war that resulted in the U.S. acquiring half of Mexico's territory to fulfill what many Americans believed was their manifest destiny. Captain John Montgomery lands near Portsmouth Square and symbolically raised a flag to signal that this was an American occupation. Montgomery went on to rename the square after his ship, the USS Portsmouth. 
Being the oldest square in San Francisco, a lot has happened here. So a year after the Americans seized Yerba Buena in 1847, Portsmouth Square became home to another first, the first public schoolhouse in California. Some anecdotal stories say that not many attended in in the beginning, uh, trying to rope people into doing education was far from their thoughts at, at the time. Another claim to fame for the square is that this is where the discovery of gold was first announced. As news spread, thousands of prospective miners migrated to the city. Many of these newcomers came from China. But racial discrimination and a miner's tax targeting the Chinese pushed them out of the gold mines and into the area around Portsmouth Square, what we now know as Chinatown. The Chinese were brought in as railroad workers, and they were well-established here in California in the very early days. Many got jobs in the laundry business and working for the railroad. Fast forward a couple decades to the 1906 earthquake and fire, which devastates the city. Portsmouth Square, with all its open space, becomes a place for people to stay after they were displaced and burnt out of their homes. Then the military established an official camp and they ended up building some 150 uh, two-room earthquake cottages, as they're called, that were in neat little rows within the square. The next big thing for this square happened in the 1940s. A huge parking garage was proposed for underneath this square. It was pretty controversial at the time. People felt that cars were just taking over the city too much much as we do today, actually. (laughs) It's no different. Since many San Francisco residents were already upset about a parking lot put underneath Union Square, adding a parking lot underneath the oldest square wasn't going to go over easy. But eventually, the Board of Supervisors did approve the law, and it was constructed in the 1960s. So there you have it, question asker. Take a walk through the park and you'll find a number of commemorative plaques highlighting all this history of the city's first square. Thanks to Kevin Platt for his question about the Texas flag and reporters Annika Klein and Marisol Medina Cadena. We had so much fun at our anniversary happy hour last week. Thank you to everyone who made it out. And if you didn't, be sure to get early word about future events in the Bay Curious newsletter. Sign up at baycurious.org slash newsletter. Bay Curious is made in San Francisco at KQED. I'm Olivia Allen Price. Have a great week. Hi, Bay Curious listeners. Are you ready to play May's trivia game? Every month, we read a question here at the end of our episode. You can give us your answers over at our website, kqed.org slash baycurious, or just click the link in the episode description. Out of the correct answers, we'll randomly choose one lucky winner to receive a cool prize package with Bay Curious swag and Sierra Nevada goodies. Okay, our question for the month is, the world's longest-running pillow-fighting contest was held from 1966 to 2006 in what Bay Area town? Our trivia quiz is made possible by Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Good luck! 
Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast.